Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. We're all living in this time of enormous personal and global transformation. If you haven't been personally experiencing that, your life has been like riding a monster roller coaster. All you need to do is look around the world to see that life on this planet at this time is a wild and woolly ride. Only the courageous need apply. But wait a minute, you're already here. You applied to be here at this crazy time, and you were heartily accepted. That's why you're here right now. That means you're amongst the really courageous souls who stepped forward to incarnate and do your bit, which could be a lot at a time like this, during one of the most transformational eras in all of our current human history. You need to look at that closely and find out what that means for you. Well, one of the things that happens when we're all going through such big internal and external changes is that time zips by. Whoa, it just went five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we turn around, something that's always been there seems to have disappeared or something new has appeared. Right in line with that, we are done with the 14th season of our show as of last Wednesday, and today we're embarking upon our 15th. Amazing. By the way, for us, a season is 13 weeks. As most of you know, we have a fresh new theme for each new season. For our brand new 15th season, we're exploring the overall subject of your psychic life. So each episode of our show will address some important aspect of your psychic life. It'll be like, ta-da! This This is is your psychic psychic life! life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, we could have a game show. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, I see that in the future. (laughs) Looking as a clairvoyant. If you ask people in general what their life is about, a lot of people might answer that their life is about family, friends, career, country, faith, interests, and so on. Some may answer that their life is about finding happiness or realizing their dreams. All of those are good answers, but they are only part of the real answer to what your life is about, aren't they? Your life isn't actually just the sum of all its parts that you can see or are aware of, is it? All of those things most people consider to be important aspects of their lives are important because those are experiences that they have that offers them opportunities to learn about who they are and who everyone else is and what really matters to them in living their lives. Yet, each of those aspects of life experiences are not 
the basis of your life? Is it? Are they? (laughs) So what makes up the essence and foundation of your life that feeds those various aspects of how you live your life? This is your psychic life. And we'll launch this 15th season of our Living the Miracle show with the question, what is your psychic life? That's the name of this specific show, too. To explore what your psychic life is all about and why it's so important for you to become much more aware of your psychic life. First of all, your psychic life is the life that you are living here as the immortal soul that you are. Remember, you are not of this world, but just in it temporarily to have all manners of human experiences and lessons so you can learn what you need to learn as the immortal soul and attain your true freedom as spirit. Over time immortal, that experience of attaining freedom is a, as a limitless spirit has, <clears throat> has been called enlightenment or complete awakening. If the end game of life on earth is attaining our enlightenment or full awakening, the true basis of our life must be related to our awareness of who we are. In fact, various great teachers and histories have pointed out repeatedly that we have to get to know ourselves first if we are to master our life. So who are we really? With this question, we begin our journey of discovery and awakening. And that is what living our psychic life is all about. Over the course of many incarnations, we awaken from assumptions that we are limited mortal bodies wandering through the challenging and at times excruciatingly painful experience of earthly life, earthly life that is, to the truth that we are in no uncertain terms limitless, eternal spirit, forever free. You are living your psychic life every day, whether you are awake or asleep. Living your psychic life isn't just about having a career or having a spiritual practice or realizing a lifelong dream. You are living your psychic life all the time as you do whatever it is you are doing. Even if you don't believe in anything psychic, you are still living your psychic life. You can't help it. You are a spiritual being before you are a person with a certain name. You can look at your psychic life as your innermost life. In fact, it's so within you that you continue to live your psychic life after your body is no longer considered alive. If you are living your psychic life even without a body, then you must be living your psychic life regardless of whatever it might be that you are doing or whatever kind of person you might be or what you have or don't have in your earthly life. You are living your psychic life, whether it's warm or cold, whether you're happy or sad. Your psychic life goes on regardless of the conditions of existence. If that is true... What makes you go up and down with many of those conditions of existence? Everyone has experiences that seem to make them happy along with certain other experiences that make them unhappy. Going through such life experiences, it may seem like that's just the way things are. Yet upon closer examination, you'll always discover that the external conditions of the world 
However wonderful or awful they may seem to be to you or not, what makes you happy or not happy. That's why another person may get unhappy about what you're happy about. Happiness, like all internal responses, is your choice as to how you would like to respond to an experience. Most people, however, don't know what they don't know they have a choice in the matter because they get swallowed up in the reaction that they experience to most of what goes on in their lives. One person over time may have made winning everything in his life, whereas another person decided that it means absolutely nothing. The former may become ecstatic whenever he wins and inconsolable when he loses, whereas the latter person shrugs his shoulders either way and would rather go have a nice lunch after the game. Or maybe I should say, after the game was lost. (laughs) (laughs) You produce the structure or coding, so to speak, of your reactions, which are mostly based on past experiences. However, if you become aware enough, you discover that although the the reaction seems immediate and a foregone conclusion, it doesn't have to be. You can be aware that you have a choice in how you respond to that reaction and that you have a choice in creating a new and more imaginative response in the present. You discover that you are not bound in any way to your past or your past experiences or to your various repeated reactions which have been set over time. For example, you don't have to go through your routine of getting upset every time you make a mistake. Oh, man. (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) Well, you know, that's how you end up starting to discover that as you become more aware of your psychic life and psychic awareness and abilities, ah, you begin to be more aware of yourself, your psychic self, within, rather than live according to the mental, emotional, and physical reactions of habit. You discover you are an incredibly creative soul. You're not a hostage in any way to an automatic reaction that you become aware of. All reactions just happen. That's why they seem to be out of your conscious control. In a way, That's true, since the only time you become aware of the reaction is after it's well underway. You know, it's like the knee-jerk reaction. Somebody (laughs) pops you at the knee at the right place, and your knee jerks without you having to think about it. Or And by the time you realize, whoa, I just had a knee-jerk reaction. (laughs) It's too late to stop it. It's already in motion. Reactions being very mechanical and routine will do what they do every time they're triggered. You, on the contrary, are an infinitely creative being. You can easily decide to create a new energy or response to the same old, same old. (laughs) (laughs) That's our saying for, you know, nothing nothing changes. (laughs) Yeah, my dad used to say that all the time. Same old, same old. Yeah, how you doing? Same old, same old. (laughs) Rather than falling into the reaction and becoming the reaction itself or acting it out, right? 
you can let the reaction pass on by and produce a new response consciously. Each time you do so, you will start to validate and live a life more of your psychic life. Since as spirit, you're limitlessly creative all the time, living your psychic life requires you to use your imagination and creativity. Since as spirit, you're limitlessly aware, living your psychic life requires you to pay attention and be more aware in all circumstances in your life. You have to be aware that you are aware. You have to be aware of what you are aware of. And you have to be aware of how you wish to respond to what you are aware of. So awareness is a huge part of living your psychic life. True awareness is absolutely neutral. Awareness doesn't take sides. Awareness doesn't favor one thing over another. Awareness never gets involved or entangled in that which it is aware of. Yet we have tendencies, we do have tendencies to do that. Get involved, get entangled, get immersed, get obsessed, <laughs> however way you want to look at it. What makes most of us favor one thing over another, for example? Simply put, judgments. If we hold a judgment that green is a gray color and okra is a horrible color, sounds like ogre. <laughs> so it must be a horrible color. Mm, I don't like ogre, but it's which, which, painting. <laughs> which color would you favor, right? Well, obviously, Raphael wouldn't favor okra. <laughs> okay. Awareness allows us to be aware of everything including colors and the judgments we hold about them. Awareness doesn't make the decisions. We do. So in order to become more aware of your psychic life, you have to dispense with many of your judgments. The judgments you hold in your mind unconsciously, the fewer they are, the more aware you become of yourself as you truly are in spirit. Your psychic life is very much about awareness in a variety of ways. To become more aware of your psychic life, you have to pay a bit more attention to it. You'll notice that whatever you pay attention to, you're naturally more aware of. A car mechanic pays a lot of attention to what's going on with a car and becomes aware enough of cars in the ways they work to diagnose and repair them. A trained musician play, pays a lot of attention to the notes and chords and rhythms and all nuances of a song to be aware of it and is able to hear it and play it well. Then how do you pay more attention to your psychic life? Since your psychic life is your underlying inner life that you're always living, first, you have to pay more attention to your inner experience of your life as you're living it. What are you going through within your inner being while you are interacting with and living in the world around you? 
that is where being more aware of your various psychic abilities becomes more important. For example, clairvoyance is your psychic or soul ability to see the truth from that which is not true. Truth is truth is truth, never changing, everlasting. Everything else we see is only appearances, that which appears to be but isn't. Oh, we're coming upon our first break already. How did those minutes go by so fast? And this is the time we talk about some of our upcoming events so you know what's going on and can join us. We'd like, in fact, to invite you to join us for a very special remote for Teleclass Plus, a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event coming up on Saturday, August 14th and Sunday, August 15th. This is in... 2021, by the way, in case you're listening to this later, the overall theme uh, for the weekend will be, where are you going? Your clairvoyance, mediumship, and creativity on your spiritual path. The four two-hour teleclasses will go into depth and will be on the following topics. The first one is, what you look at is where you go. Learn to use your clairvoyance to navigate your life. The second one is things that go bump along the way, your mediumship and your spiritual path. The third teleclass is see the truth, forgive the lies, your clairvoyance, healing and moving on. And the fourth teleclass is being creative in the world, but not of it, making clairvoyance and mediumship a part of your daily life. Plus, anyone who participates in at least one of these teleclasses during the weekend event can join us for our fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on the Sunday following the last teleclass. And by the way, if you buy the whole uh, four teleclasses, you do get a discount. For the full write-up and details or to sign up, go to the August calendar section of our website, Michael Tamura. Dot com, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M, as in Mary, U-R-A, dot com, or call our office at 530-926-2650 and say hello to our assistant, our wonderful assistant, Noelle, uh, weekdays during business hours specific time, and she knows everything that we're doing here. We will be right back to continue with What is Your Psychic Life? We'll see you in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. 
And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. For those of you joining us now, we've been answering the question, what is your psychic life? So let's keep answering it. Oh, yes. You know, before the break, uh, I was talking about truth being just truth. And um, everything else we see and experience is just appearances. So that made me think of the old Memorex commercial from the 80s. So this, those of you who are... <laughs> what, 45 years or older, <laughs> well, might remember this. But the Memorex commercial, Memorex, you know, I think they're still around, but they were audio cassette recording tapes uh, and, and other things they made. But some of you probably never heard of what an audio cassette recording tape is. <laughs> Maybe you saw it on a Facebook post or something. Yeah, <laughs> in the vintage, you know, from the Jurassic era. So... We actually used to record stuff on little tapes. <laughs> so anyway, they had a commercial going, is it real or is it Memorex? And the reason, the, 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 the claim was you know, clearly so that you, would, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the live performance <clears throat> and the recording of it on this particular brand of recording tape. Best thing I remember about that commercial was I think it was Ella Fitzgerald singing a note that yeah, and then breaks the glass, wine glass, <laughs> and you know it's it's like that, right? With what appears to be, and where everybody assumes, wow, that's what happened. This is what really happened to me. But when you really start to look at the truth, the underlying real truth, that which never changes, eternal truth. Then you start to recognize, oh, well, it's not as real and true as I, I thought it was. Okay. So in what we experience as the world we live in, we run into the same kind of a thing. Is what we're perceiving to be true and real actually true and real? Or does it just appear to our senses as reality? And that is partly why psychic abilities have always been considered a sixth sense, separate and beyond the five physical senses of the body. Psychic awareness is not of the body. It's of the soul or spirit. Only in spirit can we see and know the ultimate truth. With the bodily senses, we can only determine the relative truth as to what is considered factual and what doesn't match the facts and is considered false or a lie. Once you use your psychic awareness, you can discern the unchanging single truth 
the everlasting truths from all the varieties of illusory mental images that offer very real experiences that most people consider to be the truth or reality. It's like the those of you who are Star Trek fans, you know, it's it's like the holodeck. Mm-hmm. It seems real and you can interact in it as as if it's absolutely the world, the reality you live in, except when somebody turns off the switch, ah, it's just a room. It's no longer the photon particles or whatever it is they use for the illusion. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as we begin to learn to see clairvoyantly or more clearly with our inner sight of spirit, we begin to discern all the mental images in our mind that contain a whole range of information and experiences which aren't true, but they feel like, look like, sound like, taste like, even smell like they're true and real. In a very real way, most of all that is just in your mind and in most people's minds. And therefore, it becomes easy to believe them because other people will confirm it for you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that, reality. That smells like burnt toast, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what burnt toast smells like. But as you start processing what's merely a picture in your mind and what's truly is, you learn the true nature of forgiveness and the real freedom that comes from forgiving. Forgiving is essentially the process of discovering what's true, and then it's effortless to let go of whatever else that isn't including pain, hurt, vengeance, hate, guilt, and all the rest of what we tend to hold on to unconsciously. Paying attention to your psychic life means becoming aware of what you weren't aware of within you before. Another psychic ability called clear audience is that of hearing with your inner hearing. This is how you hear what your spirit guides and other beings who are not incarnated in this world, are saying to you. Or you can tune into your inner voice and have a conversation with your inner psychic self. Yeah, you never get bored. (laughs) You always have somebody to talk to. (laughs) Sometimes people think their inner voice is their voice of their conscience. Well, it would be more accurate to say that it's the voice of your greater consciousness. Yeah, indeed. And that's why it serves as, you know, when people think of it as their conscious, that's fine. If they're listening to their inner voice and the conscience tells them, don't do that or do this instead or whatever. It's, it's you're, you're basing your decision on a greater consciousness that's within you. Of course, you don't live your psychic life alone, just as you don't live your physical life alone. You're always in relationship to others in the world, both physically and psychically. But have you ever been aware that even though you might be saying all the right things you think you should be saying to your boss or your friend, you're having another conversation within yourself with that person. There are times that what is coming out of your mouth is completely in agreement with what you are experiencing and what you are saying to that person within your mind. At other times, they they are at odds with each other, right? Even sometimes completely opposite to what you really mean. You might be finding yourself saying, yes, sir, right away, sir, to your boss, 
while thinking, what a jerk. <laughs> How dare you tell me what to do? Who do you think I am? Your slave? What? Like that, right? <laughs> Nobody's ever done that, right? <laughs> What's the real communication that the real you would like to offer? Well, sometimes you might discover that neither of those communications, in my kind of a facetious example, are true. To discover the truer communication, you have to get to know your real spirit self way more. In your relationships with others, whether they are family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, or strangers, you have an inner relationship and communication going on along with the outer one. Are you aware of the inner one as well as you are aware of the outer one? If not, you're not being aware of a big part of your psychic life. When you're immersed in your outer physical life, you begin to disconnect from your inner spiritual and psychic life. But when you become more aware of your inner life, you begin to express a lot more of your spiritual life in your physical life. And that includes your creativity because that's coming from your spiritual life, your creativity. The Two aspects of living your life come together as one the more you start to express more of your spiritual life, your psychic life. You begin to give the real you, the inner you, much more validation and you'll experience, for one thing, more happiness regardless of what may be happening in your life or the world. So... I guess this is the part where we talk about experiences with having our psychic life. And I like to go back to my er earlier time because I know a lot of you listening are just starting to explore this. Um, or some of you are very advanced students and just like to have a little time with us um, every Wednesday. But if you think about it, what happens in relationship to your psychic life, or what I like to call as your spiritual awakening and your spiritual life as well, is the beginning part is noticing things, paying attention to certain things that don't go in line with uh, necessarily what you see on the outside aspects of your life. For me, it was, uh, as, a as a very young child, as well as through my teenage years, it was all about um, what I experienced in my dream state, including out-of-body travel where I went to someone and that person validated it later, saying it, he actually finished the sentence of what I was telling him what I experienced with traveling to him that night. Very interesting. <clears throat> As a little child, five years old, I spoke about it uh, a number of times, especially I think in the very first episode of our show, I was actually shown that I was to live a spiritual life this time and what that was going to look like as far as um, where I was as a five-year-old. You know, I didn't know what it was going to look like, actually, but what I was told was just enough for the level of a five-year-old to understand. And then in that particular dream, I was given symbols, which would mean something to me as I got older, and they most certainly did. Um, your psychic life is just part of your awakening process. Noticing, for instance, when you fall in love with someone, and I know a lot of you out here have had this experience. When you fall in love with someone, that there's a certain thing that opens up between two people that makes telepathy 
really, really easy, especially in that falling in love process, because you're getting to know that person, you're opening yourself up. You know, we're pretty closed up people on this planet because we're always trying to protect ourselves. But you meet someone, you fall in love mutually. It has to be a mutual falling in love kind of thing. And you open up to the ability to be able to communicate with each other telepathically. And it can simply be with messages of love. Or if you're living together and still in that falling in love process, um, it could be while you're out and about, uh, your partner is saying, please pick up some butter and milk, you know, (laughs) and you hear it. Um, that's these are parts of the psychic life that some people just simply ignore or they don't make a note of. So awakening to your psychic life starts with paying attention, paying attention to the unusual and to the taps on your shoulder. You know, Michael was talking about clairaudience. Um, what was that? You are uh, when you're immersed in your outer physical life, you begin to disconnect from your inner spiritual and psychic life. Um, And that's really interesting because even a person who is an atheist, you know, someone who doesn't believe in spirit or or they have a lot of doubts about it and that sort of thing, that's, you know, that's a perfectly legitimate path. You're being honest with yourself, so you're going, no, I'm not going to believe in anything for a while. But that person is still, if they're open They start to get communication from their guides and from their own intuition, but how it's going to sound to them is more like their own voice in their head. Own thoughts, yeah. 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 So, I mean, a a person can go through an entire lifetime completely certain, believing that, oh, no, I thought this up. I don't have spirit guides. I, I, there, there's no such thing as spirit. I, this came from I'm, my intelligence. Yes, yes, I'm very smart, and I, I thought this up. <laughs> and it's, it's not either or. Was it, it's not, is it Memorex? Is it real or Memorex? <laughs> is it your spirit guide or is it you? No, it's, it's, a, it's always a combination. It's not either or. It's like, um, you know, you might have, uh, a CPA you go to to get your taxes down done, or you go to a doctor to get um, checked out for your physical health, uh, and you're going to an expert, somebody who's got extra training in a specialized field that you might not be completely knowledgeable about. So you you ask them for their advice and everything, and they they go, you know, this is my best uh, educated advice. To you, to in this situation, and you go, okay. Let me let me meditate on that. When you make your decision, whether you go with <clears throat> what the expert told you that they sh- they think you should do, or not, you're the one who's making the decision, and that comes from what? <clears throat> not just because somebody said so, but because you're weighing. Oh, here's the expert opinion. And, and then I got a second opinion, and they seem to go together. They're in agreement. And then I went and meditated, and I got, yep, that's, that's the way to go. Great. That's a simple situation. But a lot of times, it's not quite that cut and dry, is it? You go ask this, this expert, and the expert says, oh, absolutely. If you don't do this, you're going to die. And the other expert goes, well, if you do this other thing, it'll be better. And then another expert says, well, don't do either of those things because 
you know, both will kill you. Sounds like listening to the news. <laughs> yeah, or going on the internet if you do a Google search. You know, if you find something that says this is a hundred percent guaranteed, da 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 da, and then the next day you'll have this is a hundred percent that was a scam. <laughs> and so, it's like that. So ultimately, who makes the decision? You do. It's up to you. And so you're you're taking a look at all those things. That's good to do. But then ultimately you go inside yourself and you're asking yourself and your higher consciousness, you're going, okay, what's the correct thing for me to do? It may not be correct for everybody else, but for me in this situation, what am I to do if I would like this, that, and this? And you get your answer. You get, yep, do this. Sometimes it's don't listen to the, any of the experts. Sometimes, oh, yeah, take a piece of every expert's uh, advice and, and do those things and do this as well. You know, it's, it's all, that's your intuition. Our second break is coming right up. And I wanted to remind you that Michael's award-winning bit, book called You Are the Answer makes a wonderful gift for anyone seeking their soul purpose. It's available from Amazon as well as through our office. Also, for any of you who would like to go further on your spiritual path, self-healing and or psychic development, we have all kinds of teleclasses, courses, all-day seminars and retreats available to purchase and download. You can find many of the titles and descriptions by clicking on the Download Audio tab in the Events menu section of our website, michaeltamura.com, or by calling our office at 530-926-2650. In just a bit, we'll return to more What is Your Psychic Life? Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. 
Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We've been addressing the question, what is your psychic life? So let's get get back to finding out more about what's so important about knowing you are psychic and how you can live more of your psychic life. I think this is one of my favorite topics in the whole world because um, this is what where everyone really gets started with uh, this aspect of their growth. You know, we're... Some people are very advanced souls who don't really know they're advanced souls. And sometimes you'll miss the signals and opportunities to kind of catch up with yourself in this lifetime. You know, we have many lifetimes and some of our lifetimes we've accomplished a lot of things. But because of the veil of forgetfulness, we have to be reminded every lifetime. So three of the, there's three things that I wanted to talk about a little bit in you know, just becoming aware of your psychic life and and most of all, having great fun with this part of your awakening process. One of those things is what we call synchronicities. You know, when something happens at the same time as something else or you um, put up a question and an answer comes. I remember one of those times was I was uh, at the time working, this was a very long time ago before I even knew I had a psychic life, really. Um, At least I wasn't practicing it. I was thinking of writing a book and I had this story in my head and I I was wondering, you know, where should I, where should I have this place, this story take place? Because it was about some, some people who were very challenged financially and, and were living under really difficult conditions. And I had this whole story going in my head. And at the same time, I was working at a PBX board, which is a, a phone board where you're, you know, doling out the phone calls to all the employees. And I'm thinking about this, and I happened to glance out the window, and I worked in a plumbing wholesale warehouse at the time. And this big Mack truck goes right by my window. It, it was like three feet away from my face, practically, out the window. And the truck said on the side, Kentucky. <laughs> And I knew just, it was like a hit. I knew, oh, that's where I have to uh, do a little research about what it's like in that state and and t- uh, find a place that my story is going to take place there. So synchronicities are really, really fun to play with. One of the ways uh, synchronicities happen for me all the time is with words. For instance, if I'm reading something at the kitchen table and Michael is chatting to me while he's making his salad or something, oftentimes my eyes will fall on a word that he is just saying. So when those happen, you know, it's not anything big, but you know you're on the right track. Or when you're looking for something and there it is, you know, it it just happens to show up right there. So Paying attention to those synchronicities, they're set up by spirit to help, you know, tap us on the shoulder and say, okay, here we go. You're on the right track. Or sometimes the synchronicities will point you in a direction that says, no, it's better for you not to go on that track, so to speak. And then the other thing is listening to that intuitive voice that you have rather than the the critical mean voice that is the voice of your ego. Um, The intuitive voice is always soft. And it's always, always right. And 
you know, sometimes we get very challenged in using our intuition because we have, uh, let's say, sometimes life and death kind of situations placed in front of us, which happened with me just about a week ago. I, I was in this situation where if, if I, uh, let's say, made the wrong decision, the, a person could have died. And it was harrowing to say the least, but I've been practicing this for a long time, so I do have a lot of certainty in my intuition, and I followed it, and all was well. So, you know, I would say let yourself open up to the possibilities of spirit is always guiding you, and you're always guiding yourself in a way, but sometimes you don't pay attention to it. You yeah. know, like that third chakra, <laughs> which clenches up when you know something shouldn't be done and you do it anyway, that sort of thing. Yeah, and that's one of the things I've noticed over many years, watching what gets people derailed from following their intuition, following their inner voice, following the guidance of their spirit guides, their real spirit guides and whatnot, is... The moment they realize it, the moment they hear it, the moment they know it, it's very clear. You'll, you'll notice when you tap into your intuition or, your, or, or you tune into your inner voice or tune into a, a real spirit guide giving you correct guidance, it's like, bing, you know it. In that moment, in that instant, it's clear. That's not the problem. Where people have problems is after that moment, after that moment of clarity. You know, you only need one moment of clarity to make a decision. But after you have that moment of clarity going, this is it. I need to do this. Then it's like, oh, yes, all heck breaks loose, right? Yeah. It's it's where in your mind you, you start to go, well, you second guess yourself, well, God, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, why should I do that? And what's going to happen if I do that? Well, I'll be late for this if I do that. I won't, I won't get this other thing done if I do that. Uh, well, I'm too busy to do that. And you start to find all these reasons what not to do, why not to do it. And then to confirm it, seemingly, other people come up to you and say, are you crazy? Why would you do that? I mean, you have no reason to do that. And that's just way off in left field. People give you all kinds of advice against it. That's the difficult part, isn't it? It's because you lose your certainty about that one moment of certainty you had of, okay, this is what I need to do, or this is where I need to go, or this is what I need to say. And it's after the fact, after you have the truth, or at least the correct answer for the time being, you start to doubt yourself because there seems to be so much what I call naysayers in your mind and also even verbalizing it around you by other people saying that's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. Don't do that. No, you're going to be in trouble if you do that. Da, da, da. All the opposite stuff comes out. Ah, Yeah, that's the key. You got to stick with what you had, that total moment of clarity. It could have been just a moment. A lot of times for me, it's just a moment. And then after that, I just let all the, the noise go by. And 
get into a little amusement when everybody else tells you you're wrong. You're absolutely, here's statistics. Here's the proof that you're wrong. <laughs> Sometimes it goes that far. Other times it's not that intense, but, but a few doubts. Well, what if I'm not, you know, what if this was just fantasy? What if, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. What you have to do is go back to that moment and go, now, what's the clarity like at that moment when you got the answer? Oh, no, there was no uncertainty. There was no other voices, no other anything going, nah, 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 nah. No, it was just simple, clear, and like Raphael said, not only is it correct, but, but it's gentle. It's not screaming at you. Huh. The only time that I've ever experienced, say, one of my guides, not screaming, but shouting a little loudly, is when I had to do something physical right at that moment. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's just like, if I didn't you know, step on the brake and the driving the car right at that moment, I would have been done in, right? So at those times, sometimes they can get loud and go, stop, <laughs> or whatever, and yeah. watch out, <laughs> you know, look left, whatever it is. And when that happens, generally, I, I do it immediately. And then I think about it later, right? It's like, what did I do that for? Sometimes it's very obvious. It's happened several times where, oh, by doing it, I didn't get killed. Simple. <laughs> obvious. <laughs> and it's like, phew, thank you very much. Other times it's not as obvious and dramatic. It's, it's like I did what I knew I had to do at that moment. But did it change my life? It, it doesn't seem obvious, but usually, even those kinds of less, you know, more subtle situations, give it enough time. Sometimes a couple of years later, I go, whoa, that's what that was about. And so, so after a while, when you start to pay attention like that, you start to get plenty of, if you want to call it proof, or plenty of evidence that, oh yeah, this stuff always works. But sometimes you don't know it worked until much later on down the line. At the time, it may even, the immediate reaction and what you feel, what you see, what you go through right after you make the correct decision could be, oh, no. It, it may feel like I, I made a really bad decision. I've done plenty of those. But over the a longer time period, they were all correct. Ah, it's, it's interesting because, well, what are some of those times where I would make a decision, I'd take action about certain things, and, and it gets like five people really upset or practically everyone really upset, and I have to deal with that. But, oh, two, three, five years later, I'm looking at it, and I go, oh, yeah. I had to do it. If, if I didn't do that at that point, all these other amazing, great things wouldn't have happened, including things that benefit those very people who are very upset. <laughs> so it's like that. Don't jump to conclusions just because things look bad immediately after you <clears throat> act upon your inner uh, understanding, inner, un inner decision. And then if you stick with it over time, 
you'll always get the validation that, oh, that was a great thing. So other things, the other part of it is, is the more you pay attention to your psychic life, Raphael mentioned it a little bit, the more fun it gets to be. Because what's it's, fun? It's like you're in on a secret. It's <laughs> enjoyment, right? Mm-hmm. Joy. You're in when you're having fun, you're you're having you're you're in joy. Huh. Joy is a very amazing vibration and experience, isn't it? So where is joy? A joy is inside. Joy doesn't come from anything in the world, right? In fact, you might experience this joyfulness in nature. But that's not coming from nature. It's coming from inside of you. So you're, you're experiencing more of your inner spirit. So then when you turn inside into your spirit, if you're experiencing and tuning into your inner joy, huh, you're going to be enjoying life a lot, lot more. You'll be a lot happier. It's when we turn away from that, when we start paying attention to everything out there, so much so to the exclusion of your inner psychic life, then things get, even if you succeed, you know, even if you make a lot of money, you have great fame, all that stuff, inside, when you turn inside, you're going to find this blah, emptiness. What is it for? I don't know. Who cares? It's like that. I love it that your psychic self also means you're really working your way towards completely being in your truth. In these days, it's called being your authentic self or having transparency. Well, we're at the end of our show today. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that our show offered you much to reflect upon about your psychic life. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for TLC for Your Psychic Self. Remember, too, to join us for our remote teleclass weekend event on Saturday, August 14th and Sunday, August 15th. That's a week from this weekend. Where are you going? Your clairvoyance, mediumship, and creativity on your spiritual path. Check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. And you will talk to our assistant our wonderful assistant, Noelle, and she knows everything about what we are doing. Also, when you go on our website, make sure you sign up to be on our mailing list. we got that list working now, so you all should be getting our newsletters. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We will see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.